Welcome back to another edition of Sports Business Secrets. My name is Kevin Tarka. I am the founder of Creation Talent Agency, and I will be releasing a new podcast every single day for an entire year that is specifically designed to share the inevitable challenges of the sports business world and how to overcome them. I'm inviting you to join me in real time on my personal journey of representing professional basketball players, traveling the world, and continuously finding ways to battle through the adversity in this competitive industry. The goal is to share as many secrets as I can to help you along your own path to success. Good morning, friends and family. Hope you're having an amazing day so far. I am super grateful that you are starting your morning or whatever your time you're listening to, listening to this, starting your day with Sports Business Secrets. I hope you, uh, if you haven't already, you also started the day with giving a nice little review on Apple Podcasts and a rating. And that's how I'm going to begin this episode. So today we got three ways to differentiate yourself in an interview process. And I believe I've talked about differentiating yourself in regards to basketball in many episodes and maybe even um, differentiating yourself, I don't know about the interview process in a couple other episodes, but anyways, this entire episode is is dedicated to this topic. So I'm gonna be piggybacking a little bit off of episode 230 uh, from earlier this week, talking about how coaches can apply for jobs and essentially the steps they need to take. And part of that process as I'm sure you all know, because you are all dedicated, loyal listeners that listen to every single episode. Just kidding. Again, I appreciate you for being here. But part of that process is the interview and how you interact with the coaching staff and interviewers before, during, and after that interview process. So here are three ways to differentiate yourself. So again, as I like to do many topics on this podcast, this is for sure uh, relative to basketball coaches, but quite, quite honestly, I don't care if you're applying for a completely different industry that is irrelevant to sports in this topic because it applies to anything, really. The title of these three ways, uh, these three recommendations apply to, I don't care if you're interviewing for a trucking job or interviewing for an investment banking job or anything in between, they will still work. Here we go. Number one, carry a notebook. Come prepared. This seems super simple, but it makes a big difference. If you bring a notebook, take it out in the beginning of your interview, whether you walk into the room with it or you take it out of your bag or briefcase or backpack or whatever. And you can even ask or reference it. You know, you can say something along the lines of, hey, I hope you don't mind if I take notes during this to reference that you're taking something out of your bag uh, to take notes. Or, um, you know, hope hope you don't mind if I write down a few key points that I want to, you know, make sure to get get across before the end of the interview. And usually it's like, wow, yeah, the the response is positive. Yeah, of course, it's great. What are they going to say? No, sorry, no notebooks allowed. Of course not. So this does a few things by carrying a notebook. It allows you to legitimately refer to your notes if you need need to, like if you have notes in there prior, which you should do um, as you prepare, it shows also that you were organized and professional right off the bat. Um, And then it will definitely come in handy when you are decompressing after the interview if and when you take notes during the process, uh, or it could be a great preparation for your next interview just to kind of learn the process. And as you go through multiple interviews, if you do this process over and over and over again, you're going to have many different notes and feedback and questions that they ask and things you messed up on and things you did great. Um, So carrying a notebook is definitely the first way to differentiate yourself. Number two, ask unique and sincere questions. 
So at the end of any interview process, no matter what job or industry, again, they're always going to ask you a question that goes like this. Do you have any questions for us or for me, if it's a single person? And this, the answer to the question is one of many ways you can differentiate yourself during that process because a lot of people usually say, and I've done this before myself, um, yeah, I think I have everything covered or I'm good for now, but I'll let you know, or yeah, thanks for you know explaining everything. I don't have any further questions. And that doesn't necessarily help your case. Okay, maybe it doesn't hurt you, but this opens a door for an opportunity to differentiate yourself. You should go in prepared with a list of at least 10 well thought out questions because they might answer a bunch during the process, during that interview, during that conversation. But, uh, you know, if you, if you bring out a notebook at the end with these questions, um, again, they're going to notice that notebook, but you, you will have the opportunity to ask them and, and show that you're prepared. So if you, if you, um, if they ask that question and you say, actually, you know, yes, sir. Or yes, ma'am. I have about 20 questions, but I'll narrow it down to three or four for now, if you don't mind. I mean, right off the bat, they're going to be like, oh, wow, okay, well, this person is prepared, right? And try not to make them basic, right? You know, like, when when do I start or how much money would I get or, you know, what are my what are my vacation days like? Or, you know, what, what have you learned in your career? Try not to be super basic like that. Maybe you can do some deep diving into the actual company or into the team or into whoever's interviewing you, both on their personal and, and professional lives. Um, maybe not so much personal, but if it's appropriate, of course, uh, but maybe you could ask something like, uh, what do you think your, your company or team is missing right now that would help add value and bring the company or team to the next level? If it's with coaching, ask one of the, uh, complimentary interviewers, a, uh, a question. So we talked about that in, in that previous episode I was referring to about applying for a coaching job. Sometimes if maybe even the first round, but if you get to multiple rounds, there's going to be multiple people in the in the group interview. So for example, I was advising a coach on an interview recently and one of the one of the professors from that university was on the call. And so I recommended asking that professor a question instead of just asking the head coach. Of course, you're going to ask the head coach questions um, related to basketball, but I recommended asking kind of a, a, a little pivoted question on something in regards to the community and off the court, I said, why don't you ask the professor if they've ever had a men's basketball player in class before? And if they did, how do they behave? Where do they sit? Did you enjoy having them in class? Those are the types of questions that are a little bit um, unique. And they they make these interviewers understand that it's much more than just, okay, I want a job. That means that you've done your due diligence and you ask genuine, sincere questions. So that is an easy way to differentiate yourself. If you go in asking a question like that, I can't guarantee it, but I don't. I, I I can't say that I've seen or heard of many people that ask a question like that in their interview process. And number three, give a real weakness. So a, a question you will often be asked is obviously, what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? Those are pretty basic, and sometimes people don't even ask those anymore because they're in the they're in the benchmark questions when you do you know an email interview or something like that or over the phone. But even if it is over the phone. When they ask you that question, give a real weakness. Typically, people will give a weakness that are actually strengths. And again, I've done this before too in the past, saying something like, well, I'm I'm too organized or 
you know, I'm, uh, I show up too early and I stay too late. So I should probably like take it easy a little bit and, you know, okay, I get it. I understand that you want to try and share a weakness that you, you can turn into a strength, but give a real one. If you're a player talking to a coach, don't say you shoot too many threes because you're such a good three point shooter. And maybe you should just take less and, and share the ball more. No, like say you handle the ball really well with your right hand, but you really need to work on one of your weaknesses, which is which is handling the ball with your left hand. And you're going to drastically improve that left hand this summer. That's a top priority, right? So just admit and be real with a weakness that you have. If you're not good at public speaking, or if you're not good at speaking to, uh, you know, working with your teammates or working with, uh, you know, like listening to your coworkers, just say it. Okay, yeah, of course, you you know, it, it might not help your case if you're going into a team-oriented role, but just be honest with it because if you're not honest, and you say, "Yeah, I'm the best. I'm the best teammate uh, in the entire world, and I love listening to my coworkers and and you know, really, really listening to their ideas." And you get there, you somehow get the job, and you get there, and you're an asshole, or you're, you don't work well with others. That's not going to bode well for you in the long term, right? People want the real you, not the fake you, and then find out your true weaknesses when you show up. They want the real you. When you give a sincere and genuine weakness, it, it speaks volume to your character. Okay, maybe maybe you don't end up getting the job, but then you just know what, turn those weaknesses into a strength for the next interview. But it's important to, sh to be honest with the interviewer on what your real weaknesses are. So in summary, three ways that you can differentiate yourself during the interview process. One, carry a notebook. Two, ask unique and sincere questions. And three, give a real weakness. Follow these three tips. If you are interviewing for anything, whether you're an aspiring pro and you have a chat with the head coach and the GM, whether you are interviewing for the coaching process, or as mentioned before, you're interviewing for a trucking job or an investment banking job, uh, whatever it is, I'm sure that if you follow those to a T, they will, they will at least put you up the rankings and help you get the foot in the door a little bit more if, than if you did not follow those. So have an amazing day, my friends. We'll see you back here tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could give it a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling really crazy, you can even share it on social media. As always, if there's a topic you want me to talk about further or a guest you would love to hear on the podcast, just shoot me a message on social media at Kevin Tarka. Thanks again, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning on Sports Business Secrets.